0: Welcome to another episode of I Hire My Wife.
1: The podcast where we talk all things running a small business as a husband and wife team here in the UK.
0: Yeah, and it's finally stopped raining.
1: It has. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> does look so cold. It says real feel, minus 10 this morning.
0: Yeah, so we're recording this on, what date is it today? I, mean,
1: I really wish you wouldn't say it because then it tells them how long it took for me to turn it <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> well, tomorrow be the 16th. It's the 15th today.
1: There you go. Happy Blue Monday, or as I've deemed it today. Steel Blue Monday. Stop it. I'm so happy Marketing with that. Marketing
0: genius. <laughs> Marketing genius.
1: Getting your money's worth with me, darling.
0: <laughs> and um, just thanks to everyone that's listening. We've actually reached over 150 downloads.
1: That's crazy. I know. Worldwide, isn't it?
0: Yeah. We've had Amazing. people in Germany, Austria, Belgium. I definitely think we've got family in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> A fair few in the US. In America, yeah. Amer- In the US and Australia as well. Um, So, thanks to our worldwide fans.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: We'll start adding some translations on there soon.
1: (laughs) For your accent. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. First and foremost, we are running out of boot storage. We are. Can I tell you? And clean floors because there is mud everywhere in this house. (laughs) Leaves
0: my mind. As as you imagine, obviously having a footwear business, um, our house is full of work boots and boots. (laughs) is crazy.
1: Which is great for the winter. Great for day-to-day, you know, dog walks and all sorts. Oh, it's Depends, awesome.
0: So like, Think about it. So I've got three pairs of steel blues, three pairs of mongrels. You've got two pairs of steel blues, two pairs of mongrels.
1: I do. Yeah, they're so good.
0: Uh, Perks of the job. Yeah, I know. And I've always got, you know, other brands. I've also got some jackets and stuff from samples from other companies we're thinking about bringing on in the new year, and things mm. like that. So, yeah. Um, maybe it's just a cheaper way to
1: keep uh, <laughs> yourself clean. out. <laughs> Start a business just to <laughs> kick yourself out in decent gear.
0: And all the gear is decent. Like, obviously, Elwood, my all I wear is pretty much Elwood stuff.
1: And can I just tell you, and this sounds like a shameless plug, but your um, cuffed trousers mm. look absolutely mint with your boots.
0: Yeah, they do. They I don't shit see odd. many
1: tradies here with cuffed trousers going into a boot. It is so good. No, it
0: will catch on. Yeah. I found out when I went to A place A in Germany, um, which is like the workwear and safety show. That everyone goes to. All the clothing is very technical, like so many different types of fabrics and zips and all that sort of stuff. Where the Australian work wears very simple, like no bullshit type of trousers, extra pockets for like your rulers, your pens, your pencils, etc. But in terms of the holster pockets, are non-existent in Australia. Where in the UK, I would say ninety-five percent of tradies wear something with a holster pocket.
1: So without a holster pocket, you wear like a tool belt,
0: is that the? Yeah, like that's a... right. Yeah, so. Uh, Aussie tradies, especially carpenters or electricians, will wear a belt with maybe just one pocket on it, but they won't wear holster pocket trousers because they just don't see the point point. and I don't see the point either, because imagine if I came home full of screws and fixings and chucked my trousers in the washing machine, we'd be praising that washing machine every thirty seconds.
1: I mean, have you got over the fact that I put your AirPods through the washing machine yet? Or? Yeah,
0: it's probably my fault leaving it in the pocket though.
1: <laughs> Good husband. Well done. Let's crack on. It's been a big week last week. Yeah, your first week. That's it. It's gone already. Crazy. Crazy. Second week about to start. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Um, How do you feel? Do you want to reflect on it a little bit? Uh, tired. My first day was a 13-hour day.
0: Editing <laughs> podcast.
1: Editing podcasts, podcasts etc. <laughs> um No, it has been really good. I, um, As I said last time, I sort of got... Mostly into um, all the systems and like just get my head around who I speak to for what. We've got quite a few events on the horizon, which is Mm. really exciting. But obviously, there's a lot of uh, boxes to tick before then um, being asked for some press statements because we are sponsoring the Northamptonshire Cricket Club. And, you know, there's loads of social to prep and all that kind of stuff. So I I can only imagine as other people running small businesses that are still doing it solo, just Mm. like you have been, Mm. you know, for the last three years. God, there's a lot on your plate. Yeah, there is. It's kind of opened my eyes to, bloody hell, you were doing a lot of work.
0: <laughs> That's what you to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I recognise that. I see it. Um, it's appreciated. Um, but yeah, far out. There, there There's so much that we can do, but I, I kind of got myself into a bit of a, a headspace where I was like, God, there's so much to do. Where do I start mm. last week? But together, we sort of worked out on priorities and... Had a run through the list of all the must haves, the nice to haves, all that kind of stuff. And um, I think we're in a good place to this week crack on.
0: Yeah, I think last week was a finding your feet sort of thing. What are you going to be doing? What do we need to plan? What do you need to do on a Monday? What do you need to do on a Wednesday? What do you need to do on a Friday? Because Emma technically is still working. Only three days a week.
1: That's interesting you say that because I kind of got the impression that we would be hiring me three days Yeah, and actually you want me seven days. So. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> that's the the case of running a small business.
1: Expectations it? were maybe a bit uh, misaligned last
0: no, week. Just, but we obviously we have like a shared list of what we want to do um, for the business, especially on marketing on our iPhone shared reminder list and all that sort of stuff. And... The marketing list just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I've
1: noticed that the general big safety doesn't get any bigger, but I know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> so Fair. and you know I'm out on the road a lot more. So my task in terms of things I need to do is not really list like mine is to sell the boots.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's been great getting to know um, all the agencies that you have sort of been outsourcing with, and I think that's that's a really great um, solution for small businesses is to outsource to. People that really know what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's been eye-opening for me to hear more about um, all of the different um, agencies that you're working with and how they've been supporting you. There are some places where I feel like I can step in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's certainly in my skill set. I'll be mm-hmm. able to step in and crack on with some some things, very technical things, yeah, digital marketing, technical things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not so much. Oh, uh,
0: so that's the like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, things uh,
1: like that. Yeah, absolutely. Just because things change it so is, quickly. It is a minefield. Though. Isn't it? It is. But I look forward to learning. That's the so joy. I can soak do. it all up. It's going to make me really employable. Maybe I might get a raise next year.
0: <laughs> How about <laughs> if we make money? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the idea. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really good, and also I think I feel like a weight is off your shoulders in that you seem very happy to hand over um, oh. all of it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, well, this is what you mean. Like I was obviously trying to grow the e-commerce business and then trying to grow the wholesale side of the business, and it's very very difficult for me to do all at once. It's not enough hours in the day, and that's to try and spend time with Billy as well and you. You know, I, I don't want to try and I don't want to oh, sacrifice. Yeah, we're a couple, all the time. aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> about that. Yeah,
1: yes. that's right. mum yeah, and dad for so for so long and. Business owner, we're a couple too. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs>
1: you're gonna take me on a date one day, <laughs> yeah. hey?
0: I think we should try and do that. That's stage.
1: I think so too. Yeah,
0: well, as soon as you have kids, obviously, a lot of people will know out there that the kind of the time to yourself definitely goes down oh. the gurgler.
1: <laughs> down the gurgler. I like that. <laughs> We've just done a clip for TikTok right yeah. there. <laughs> no, you're right. So, um, it's it's balancing, isn't it? The absolutely husband and wife, business partners, mum and dad daughter, son, brother, sister, you know, balancing all those relationships. I'm sure everybody can relate to that.
0: Mm. And then especially obviously worrying about things with the business and all that sort of stuff as well. So, you know, that's it.
1: The one frustration, I think, that I did have this week, actually, was uh, contacting FedEx. So we've had a bit of a challenge, actually, because we ordered a lot of boots over from Australia to the UK. Boots that were made in Australia, I think, is important to note, isn't it? These are the mongrel canines. They've been really popular, especially with agriculture, farming, but also in hospitality, retail. They're just so bloody comfortable. So we ordered a ton of them over, and you got hit with a lot of fees, didn't you? Do you want to tell us about that?
0: Yeah, so we needed to... Ideally, we'd like to bring everything over by freight because it's a lot cheaper, and it obviously helps our margin, but we had to bring them over with air freight um, that we had a customer that needed a load for some shows, and we just didn't have the stock. So we ordered them. They were sent by FedEx, by the supplier, Mungle. The guys at Mungle did a great job to get it all ready, get them on the plane as quick as they could and get them over here. They did nothing wrong. Um, however, there's a free trade agreement between Australia and the UK, saying that anything Australian produced or manufactured, now has a zero percent duty payment when it arrives in the UK. Mm-hmm. Great for us; we save twelve percent on our imports.
1: That's huge,
0: massive for our business. Probably the only benefit. Again, going back to last week's podcast of the the part of the Commonwealth and Brexit, but now it's you know it's um it's a lot better. Yeah. Now the problem with that is when like, they landed in the UK. They sent me an invoice for £2,900. And I'm like, okay. I called them up and said, look, there's a free trade agreement. I've got the certificate for you. Here it is. The
1: certificate of origin. Origin, isn't
0: it? Yeah. yeah. I don't need to pay this. And they're like, I just pay it and then it will release the boots. I on just system.
1: saw that if you didn't pay it, it said they were just going to automatically return them That's to right. Australia within Absolutely. like four days. So you had to pay it.
0: So I had to pay it. And they said, no, just pay it and we'll refund you. So here's the, here's the UK invoice inquiry email. Um, send them an email and you'll get refunded. I'm a, a bit oh. sceptical about it, absolutely. And I was worried and I thought, okay, right. And three grand might not seem a lot to some people, but for us as a small business, that's huge. Like yeah. Three grand's worth of stock of a brand that's selling really well to get back margin, et cetera. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's massive. That's huge. And we're sitting here eight weeks later and we still don't have a refund.
1: You've called them quite I've a few called, times. emails so so I've
0: emailed. Emailed them about probably seven or eight times. I've threatened legal action. I've. I th- was
1: promised that they would call us back within twenty four hours. They've escalated the case. On the
0: calls that I made, exactly the yeah. same. Yeah. So,
1: so you very happily handed that one over oh. to me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but so basically, we're at the point where a big business is holding the money of a small business, which did make us think about big businesses screwing over small businesses. Uh,
0: and how often it probably does happen. I thought about the post office scandal. Like 20 years, those guys have been screwed over for and they're only just getting results now.
1: It's horrendous, isn't it? We, we started watching the start of the, um, the drama series. It's obviously sparked a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. And we were fuming. Oh, Hasn't man. it just done the most amazing thing to get the British public...
0: Behind it, yeah.
1: Behind it, I rate angry for these people for yeah. such a miscarriage of justice.
0: So does it, um, do you want to explain what's happened?
1: Sure. I mean, the post office, I think back in the 90s, rolled out a brand new um, computer system called Horizon, and it started to get bugs. And rather than blame the technology, they blamed the postmasters.
0: Yeah, so the postmasters were reconciling their accounts at the end of the day, and they had to put it through a new computer system. And the computer system said, no, you're wrong. You're actually too grand out. Or your foreground now, and these poor postmasters, or whatever you call them, would ring up the Horizon people, this, the owners of the computer system, which was owned by Fujitsu, and say, "This is wrong." And they would say, "No, you're doing it wrong. This is you're the only one that this is happening to." Which
1: was a lie,
0: massive lie. What was it? Seven hundred people or something? Oh, it's
1: just Post- disgusting. Yeah, so it it just gets your blood boiling, doesn't it? When they were responsible for funding any losses. Yeah, they would yeah. be responsible for actually putting their own money in to make sure that it balanced. And some of these people were racking up tens of thousands. Their lives were ruined. They had to remortgage their houses. Some went to jail. Some went to jail,
0: Ryan. Yeah, I know. That's horrendous.
1: Oh, God, it makes you heartbreak, doesn't
0: it? Mate, I, and I just and the reason it's taken so long is because these big businesses have massive amount of funds. They've got lawyers that work for them 24-7. And they can just put these guys up in loads of paperwork for years and years and years and just brush it under the carpet. And it's taken an ITV mini-series yep. to bring it to light. Now, I remember the post Office scandal was actually on a uh, podcast maybe a year ago, I think, maybe. And I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this is ridiculous, yeah. a BBC podcast. I think it was on Panorama, but it just didn't get the reach. Mm. But now ITV's done a free-to-air series, got some half-decent actors on it and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. And now they're just absolutely going through the ring. I think the government are actually going to exonerate all 700 postmasters that were accused. But what kind of financial compensation are they going to get?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But, and who's responsible? Is it the post office? Is it the people who ran the post office? Or is it Fujitsu who owned Horizon?
1: Yeah, the, the, the computer system was buggy now. You know, if this were to happen nowadays, when everyone is so technology-orientated, like very rarely would you be able to do a job nowadays yeah. without any form yeah. Of computer or technology with you. It's so interesting how it got swept under the carpet and um for so long. So that that's been a really interesting thing to watch this week when we've had the odd minute. We need yeah. to finish it. We haven't even finished the series
0: no, yet. But, I mean the thing is like surely people in big businesses have a conscience. How can you go to sleep at night knowing that this is an issue? Like when was the CEO at the time notified that this might be an issue? Like did he just go, nah, it's it's not and he didn't want to know anything about it or did he go, actually no, he probably should look into this because there's 600 of them maybe there is an issue sort yeah. of thing you know or was that when it was raised i don't know yeah. oh man it gives my butt Because just you just normal
1: feel people. helpless though so so obviously that that's being dealt with and hopefully they come to some sort of you know agreeable resolution for all of these poor people hmm. but this is not the last time that this will happen no I know. Like, not not to be skeptical and you know pessimistic but big businesses screwing over little businesses will happen time and time and time again and how many other small businesses are sat there with issues with bugs being told lies Mm -hmm. being ignored holding money and being ignored there like obviously that's on a much different scale but that must be replicated every business will have a story about the time
0: nah, and, they got screwed over and this is what's pushing me Like with this three grand it might be three grand I'm not saying divided this three grand I want it back yep. and I'll, if it takes me to go to legal to get someone to send a, a firm to send it's them the a principle. letter it's the buddy principle and I refer back to a movie. What movie am I going to refer back oh to? Oh my here?
1: god! It's going to be. It's going to be The Wolf of Wall Street. No. Is it going to be The Big Short? No. It's going to. All of these are your favourite. Is it going to be A Few Good Men? No. The, you've watched these Think twenty about times b- a day. Big businesses
0: screwing over little people. Australian film.
1: Oh, The Castle. Yes. <laughs> I'm going cracking movie. I, if, you I, yeah. if you
0: haven't seen The Castle, an Australian film about David versus Goliath, about an airport expanding. And wanted to take all these people's homes um, through compulsory acquisition. And Daryl Kerrigan just stood up and said, no. And he used Dennis DeVito, the greatest lawyer to ever go around. And some great actors like Bud Tingle, like classic Australian actor. And, um,
1: it's so heartfelt. It is. And, it's and, and artists, it is. It's real Australian. It's
0: very it. Australian. Like, don't get pushed over by the big guy. And I'm going to be like that. Like, I might even a letter sent to them from a lawyer. And if it costs me a, a grand to use a lawyer, it's the principle getting FedEx to own up that they buddy's stuffed up. Yeah. And that they're stuffing up and taking them nine weeks to process this is bullshit. Yeah. As you can see, I'm pretty passionate about it. <laughs> anyway, we better move on.
1: Come on then, Daryl. Let's move on.
0: We have put our first ever order in for a full container of work boots.
1: Let me paint the picture then, just so I understand. You're talking about one of those giant container. What size? Uh, container?
0: We're going for twenty, footer, 20 foot. I know. Twenty foot. Yeah. Twenty
1: foot container on a giant ship. Yep. In the middle of the sea. Yeah. My God. Yeah. And it's just full of boots.
0: Yep. Absolutely. It's scary. Um. It's nerve wracking. Um, it's a the huge investment. investment. Yeah. But. In terms of one of our competitors, um, they're really struggling for stock. And I I find it as a benefit if we have the stock that we can take away from our competitors Mm -hmm. um, because the boots are that bloody good.
1: You really believe in them, oh, don't you? These are the mongrel canines, yeah, aren't
0: they? they are. They're so comfortable and they're just a no bullshit boot. Like, you know, they they do what they're, they'd say in the box. You wear them, you wear them in any condition and they're absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And the feedback we're getting on them when people buy them is, Jesus Christ, they're comfortable. Yeah. The
1: biggest challenge, though, I would say, I was sort of behind Ryan's shoulder when he was placing this order. And he was trying to work out, you know, you're trying to see the future. He's trying to work out which colour would be most popular, you know, how many you would need. If he got a store to take on a few, then suddenly that's all of his stock wiped out. So he's just trying to balance it, and that's a real challenge, isn't it, with oh, the different colours?
0: Well, we don't have the data, and because we're growing...
1: For the English audience, that was data, thank you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so we don't have the data and of oh, having the boots for a long time. And as we're growing, I'm kind of figuring out like, what's selling well, what's not selling well. Um, to the UK to market, to the UK market, and I'm just so I kind of gone in blind and thinking, right, this is what we've got, this is what we're selling, and this and because
1: we, we've been quite surprised actually, we we knew that the um the claret which is kind of the brown, brown would yeah. go really well um vintage I mean brown yeah the vintage brown which is kind of more like a looking like a dress boot isn't it it's yeah. beautiful the blacks I absolutely love because a chunky boot is really in style at the moment yeah but it's the cloudy grey that have taken us by surprise isn't it
0: yeah yeah I didn't think they would sell as well I knew that sell. But every time someone sees a pair, they're putting them on their feet and they're like, I'm taking them.
1: Yeah, they're really nice,
0: I didn't order as many as the vintage brown or the... Claret. 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 Yeah, well... However, we've ordered a lot more than... Because we're almost completely out of the grays. And I think... So, yeah, it's... It's a bit
1: different, I guess, as well. Not every boot brand is doing them in that colour.
0: No, and we don't want to be the same as every boot brand. Mm. Like, we have to be different as... If we're going to pitch ourselves in the market in the UK, what's the point of doing something... the same. Yeah. and I think Steel Blue did that really well when they came over with their side zip boots. I didn't yeah. see many people having side zip boots over here. Now, every man and his dog's going to side zip. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the same with the mungle canines. It's color and comfort and how light they are. Um, I don't want to say this like it's a shameless plug. And the reason I want to talk about the container as well is because I'm nervous about it because on the time it's going to take to get here. Because I've ordered over a 1,000 pairs, so it needs to be manufactured. Whoa. Yeah, and, and there's obviously a lot of political and unrest in the Red Sea um, through the Suez Canal, and obviously the Houthis who are bombing um, US European ships um, as retaliation for the things that are going on there. They support Palestine, um, but obviously the US and the West, Western Europe support Israel, and that is one thing we are not going to get into. Oh my so. God, though. So it's going to be on a boat soon, hopefully to get here before the spring March area because a lot of suppliers have a lot of issues in getting things over here and not having the stock, and they just get set allocation where we can just get them made and then sent over based on what Mungrel can do. So, um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So, we're just a little bit nervous on our first container. However, um, we're very excited. It's a massive investment for us, our biggest investment yet in stock. Is it? Our biggest. By far. By far. By about 50 grand.
1: Holy moly! Yes. Sounds like monopoly money, doesn't
0: it? Uh, it is, especially coming from such a small business where we started. The business with like fifteen hundred quid.
1: That's right. You sold eight pairs of boots on eBay, and now you're getting a thousand shipped either from Australia. This is quite a moment.
0: Uh, it's, in- it's insane. It's insane. And like you say, it is monopoly money. Like I remember the f- like days where I'd have I took out a loan, and we were paying off some suppliers and things like that because we wanted some more stock. And I had like hundred and ten grand in the account, right? Like which is just mind-blowing massive money for me like i've just never seen that type of money before me and then next minute 300 quid (laughs) i mean 300 quid what it was unbelievable unbelievable That was
1: just all suppliers
0: just suppliers getting some stock and bills and things like that and that's what i say about we'll go into cash flow in another episode on how to manage it and what we think but does it people have this like i was speaking to another client about us he was saying exactly the same thing he says like you know Sometimes I've got like 400 grand in there, and the next minute I've got 500 quid. Mm. But if you know, and that's why it's really important for our customers to pay us on time because if we don't. We can't pay our suppliers. We supplies. can't pay our suppliers. Um, so I'm pretty on that. And we're, we're very lucky that uh, customers are very good at paying on time. However, you know, sometimes I do need to give them a little quick reminder saying, hey, mate, I need this cash. Because-
1: these, these are your business uh, resellers. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. So people that buy them online, obviously you just buy them up front. Correct, it's yeah. just um, some, of the, some of the stores that you sell That's right. to your mongrel canines too.
0: Yeah. I don't like being away. Um, from my family. I don't like being away from Billy because he's a joy, especially when he's in the mood he's been in the last couple of days. Like, he's just been. Oh,
1: he's been an absolute cracker.
0: He's been unbelievable, hasn't he? And, um, like, I took him to the nursery today, gave me a wave, came back, gave me a hug and a kiss, and then walked away again and waved again and said, Bye, Dada. And I'm just like, I'm fucking melting. <laughs> Honestly. Just dying. It's lovely. And oh,
1: it's just best.
0: And But now as the business grows and we move into bringing on new accounts in the UK and Europe, I'm going to have to spend more time away from home. So I'm going to be in Wales for the night because I've got a meeting that's two and a half hours away. I didn't want to do two and a half hours and then have a meeting for half an hour and then come all the way back again. May as well pick up some other meetings out there. A bit of a sales strategy, really, to knock off three birds with one stone sort of thing. So, yeah, I just, I I
1: mean... You're you're seeing quite a lot of um, success from these meetings, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, and it's not just the first meeting that ticks everything along. It's the follow-up meetings, like, you know, people might bring on the boots, but then they might bring on their old workwear, or they might ask to bring on... Um, the overboots and some socks and things like that. So it's not just the first meeting; it's continuous building relationship.
1: Fuel so investment away from home, spending time—you know—all the fuel, the accommodation, all that stuff. It's a long-term strategy.
0: Well, bloody if it has to be. I can't. I don't think I could do it short-term. Like you know, like we went and saw someone last week. They'll probably hopefully put an order in this week for some canines, which would be great. Um, and gets the ball wrong, but it might take me another meeting out there today. Like I've, I emailed them saying, "Hey, look, I'm back in the area again. If you need me to pop in and just clarify anything, let me know, and I'm happy to pop in, sort of thing." So, yeah, I mean, how, does, how do you feel when I go away?
1: I mean, it's fun. Like when it's a day, when it's
0: so it's fun when I'm away.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, okay. whether it's a day or two, it's it's fun. Like we kind of have like you know mummy son time, and like you know, I th- I feel like I. <laughs> I I put in more effort when you're not here because obviously I am the only one here. So oh, yeah. I'll try and take him somewhere, all that stuff. Whereas when we're both here, it's like we're both shouldering the weight. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it's less work because you've halved the work. So when you're away for a whole week with the trade shows and you've been abroad and that kind of stuff, that is a lot more challenging. Just trying to – it's just logistics. That's all I find.
0: I like Just we're, logistics. We're in a lucky position that we have our, my mother-in-law, your mum, that looks after him every Wednesday. So we kind of got three full-time days for you and then yeah. I have five days. So we're very, very lucky. But still, it never makes it any easier sometimes. I mean, you know, some businesses, we've probably got it quite easy. I think a lot of businesses and some other people are away for weeks on end.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Or on call, you or, know, never yeah. know when they're going to be back. Yeah, yeah, all that exactly. kind of stuff is um, is a real challenge. So, yeah, I think we we've got it quite good with juggling your time away and stuff and you are you are really thoughtful you know like you go away you you went away to northern ireland went to see a few stores and you came back as soon as possible whereas you'd never been to northern ireland i wouldn't have been angry if you'd have told me oh actually i want to stay a night and explore you know you're an aussie in in the uk i I would have absolutely thought (laughs) maybe you'd have done that but i really appreciate the fact that you're
0: an aussie in the uk after my comments last week about the commonwealth
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're um you know, it was lovely that you um, you did say, look, I want to come straight back.
0: Yeah, I did. And- so I did a trip. Um, I was away Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then I f- went from Wales on Tuesday to Heathrow. And then on the Wednesday morning, flew from Heathrow to Belfast, back to Heathrow on the same day. And then went straight home on the Wednesday because I knew... Emma's probably had enough by then. I think Billy wasn't well either, so it kind of worked out well, Well,
1: actually. that's the caveat, right, is that it's fun until we're not well. No, no. <laughs> and then no. it's all chips are down. Yeah. Anything goes. So yeah. just thank God for Thomas the Tank Engine is all I say. Yeah, and Bluey.
0: And Bluey. He's yeah. developing quite a nice little Australian twang, isn't he? Do you think? Oh, I reckon he is. <laughs> <Folescent>.
1: <laughs> Uh, no it's good we, we make it work so far it'd be interesting to hear how other people make it work you know yeah. do you have family members stepping in like we do yeah, how, yeah how, how do you
0: guys do it how do you manage it do you have family or is it you know you bring your child to work I took Billy to work with me um late last year some last meetings which was awesome absolutely had a great day with him and the customers were great I even went back and saw one of the customers that met Billy and he's like what are you doing here without Billy <laughs> I, said, I don't want to see you without Billy she's just like uh, yeah no you make sure you bring Billy next time when you see me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love that. Um, look, that'll be it for us for today. I think if you guys got any questions or advice for us on what's going on with the shipping or, you know, how do you feel like when you run a business and you've got kids, you know, you might have two, three, four, five kids. God help you if you do. Um, but how do you guys run things? So, yeah, we're definitely more keen to you. Have some more interaction um, through our socials, which is you can find us at I Hire My Wife on TikTok. You can find us at I hide My Wife on Instagram, <laughs> and then our business page is Big Underscore Boots UK on Instagram and TikTok is Big Boots UK.
1: All the links are in the caption, so we're good. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for listening. Here's a quick message from uh, Billy Boy.
0: <laughs> All right, Billy, you ready? Say I. I hired. Hello My. My. Wife. wife
1: you father hired oh my Ro huh? mum, mum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good job buddy thanks everybody thank you Marty. Cheers. Cheers. good boy Ooh.